listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday morning. Now, let's turn to our next topic and guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're hearing about the IFVA Awards, which is an incubator for film and visual media here in Asia. And to tell us a little bit more, I'm really delighted to be joined by the organizer, Rebecca Ip, the executive director of the Hong Kong Arts Center. Welcome to the program, Rebecca. Great to see you today. Thank you, Noreen. Thank you for having me today. And uh, I'd love for our listeners to also uh, get on Facebook and you'll be able to see and hear Rebecca there. So tell us a little bit more about the IFVA Awards. It's in its 29th year. It is. It is. It was established in 1995. So it's been running for many, many years. Very established in the film industry. And, you know, overall, we're just really proud and really happy that our former winners have really gone on and developed in the film industry you know they've won different awards um, they've gone into acting it's just been a great platform to nurture the people in the film industry and see how they've developed over the years and it's so necessary to to give the support to people in the creative industry and and you know sometimes we hear that the environment is quite tough for various um, um, industries I think film is one of them um, because <laughs> I know growing up here people often say no go don't go into the arts it's not gonna make money and and so on and so forth but I think the pandemic if one thing the pandemic has taught us is that how much did we tune into and watch films and enjoy the arts yeah, it, it absolutely is. Um, and so for Hong Kong Art Centre, you know, one of our key mandates is is really to be a platform, to be a platform for the nurturing artists who may not have the funds or the resources or even know how to access the, the industry. So it's a platform for them, for them to get involved, for them to join the community, you know, the IFEA community. We have about a thousand entries per year. Whoa. So since establishment, since inception, we've had over 20,000 and we in total have about over 600 um, uh, winners and we call them our IFEA alumni. And so they, it's, so it's a big community it's a yeah, that, that they get involved with. And our winners stay in touch with us, they sit on our juries, the key visual art, which you'll see uh, on IFEA.com, it's the yellow poster. That traditionally is always designed by um, an, an IFEA, alumni. yes, an IFEA alumni. Um, they'll come, they do, they'll moderate some of our um, post speaker, uh, post film series and be involved with us. So it's a great community for them to be in. That's so great because, you know, after they graduate, it's not like, you know, that's it, the end of it. But then this way they can also contribute and also, you know, lead the, pave the way for, for the newcomers as well. And sometimes it's great to share that sort of best practices. No, oh, absolutely. We have mentoring programs as part of the IFEA. We, we run it, what it's called All About Us. So it's for ethnic minorities. So it's a mentoring program. So we have people who have been it, been through it, gone through it, and then they mentor the up and coming uh, students and, and, and the youth of today. And that's really important. Yeah, let's talk about the All About Us. Um, so what is this initiative? How did it come about? And, and how does it sort of work then? It's uh, specifically for uh, ethnic minority youth. So uh, people from non Chinese speaking uh, backgrounds. It is. That's right. Absolutely. Um, you know, it was brought about because we feel that there it's important to, uh, to address um, different groups within Hong Kong. And so this is part of Hong Kong Arts Centre being more diverse, being inclusive. Um, you know, we're very lucky to have funding from this, uh, from ADC and US Consulate. And it was started in 2009. So what it is, it, it is a weekend camp and we have about 20 uh, youths, ethnic minorities, and they work uh, together with our with our teachers, with our uh, 
you know, guidance people who then, and they create the, the film and there is its training. They understand how to put a film together. Um, and then as part of this also, we have uh, this mentoring program, which I spoke to you about. And, you know, I'm really, really thrilled and proud and actually really happy. This year, our two mentors um, are both so closely associated with us. One is actually a Nepalese actor called Bipin Karma. And he was a former IFEA All About Us camp student. And he's now an actor. He was cast in, he was the first lead ethnic minority uh, lead to be cast in a Hong Kong movie. And the movie was directed by an IFEA juror. You know, so it's all very much in the family. Um, the second, the second mentor is Eric Deng, whose film was selected by the Sundance Film Festival. And so a very close, um, supporter and companion of, of, sort of IFEA All About Us. Um, so yeah, it, it's a, it's a great initiative, I think. And it speaks to, um, different groups in, 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 in Hong Kong. Yeah. And I know this year you're also inviting invitations so that people can be a part of this network, the IFEA, um, award. Is there a theme for this year? No, there's actually no theme. So we try to keep it as broad as, as possible. Open. So people are creative. We want to see that wonderful creativity shine through. I mean, there are different categories. So depending on your age group and your interest. So there's open, youth, Asian, which is for Asia only, uh, animation, and then media. So media is the VR, is the digital media. It's all the new stuff that's up and coming. And we love to see that because it's really the young, the, the young people of today who can bring that to us and understand that. <laughs> Exactly, I was going to say, but you know, it's it's sort of a really dynamic to watch as well. I mean, even as an older person, we can really enjoy that sort of VR and 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 sort of you know virtual reality on the screens as well. Yeah, and we have to keep up with it, you know. And it's not something often that the more mature people or generation will get first. It's often the younger ones who really bring that to our attention. So yeah, I think it's a wonderful combination because you you know you have those who are more experienced, but those who are really up and coming and and quite edgy. Uh, and experimental. Well, let's talk about, you know, the importance of, you know, why is it so important to nurture that next generation of filmmakers and creative um, uh, workers? I mean, I think, you know, for Hong Kong, it's so important um, to nurture that gener you know, generation across all forms of art. Um, film is definitely one big one. I mean, I think everyone knows how strong the Hong Kong film industry has been and, you know, is and hopefully will continue to be. But if we don't address that next generation, you know, we're going to have that gap. Um, so, you know, Hong Kong Art Centre, it's not just film that we're doing. We're also, we recognise that we would like to nurture more the next generation. So we're starting children's programmes. Um, in fact, we have an upcoming uh, children's drawing competition for the, I think it's the first time since probably the 80s or 90s, but uh, we're doing a doodle art competition. That's so cool. And we're doing it specifically doodle because we want children of all ages and I'm talking kindergarten and young primary kids um, who will be and as well as secondary but the younger ones we want them to also realize you know they can doodle and that's also a piece of expressive art in your own shape and form and so to make art much more accessible um, and to not have any sort of barriers so yeah it will be fun you know fun we're gonna we're gonna start it uh, early October and then it's gonna culminate in an exhibition um, in our POW gallery um, with the whole ceremony and you know we just want to get the community involved and the young ones involved and have their parents beam with uh, pride exactly so parents if you're listening no need to send your children to art classes Join 
join an art competition. Let them draw at home. There's really no need to, 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 to send them out in, in that way. And it's true. And I think it's a great outlet because a lot of the times with the education system, I think there's a lot of priority with uh, STEM subjects and now STEAM. But I think there's always a, a sort of order of of the arts, of the importance of arts. You know, you've got, uh, perhaps, you've got uh, fine art at the top, and then it goes slowly to, you know, maybe a bit of drama, oh, no, sorry, music, m- music and fine arts, and then it'll be drama and dance sort of at the bottom. Yeah, I mean, I think, but I think, you know, I really think today's parents are really much more open yes. towards arts. I mean, I think we see it everywhere. You know, dance, people are very much into dance, and I think especially with probably COVID and the mental well-being in that state, I think people realize how arts and other forms of hobbies are really an outlet and I think that's really important and so we're seeing it I mean we're also very lucky I think the Hong Kong government right now is very much focused on arts and culture so that's been a you know a pivotal moment for us I think and it's continuing of course with all the museums that are opening up that's really fantastic for everybody so I think there is a a real openness now uh, much more than before Absolutely. And it's great to see people more excited about going out to see the arts and making it as part of their everyday life. I think back in the day, you know, it might be a special occasion and it still is a special occasion to go. But a lot of the times it's like, oh, well, what should we do? Let's, you know, uh, well, watch a film or, you know, go see a a dance or, you know, going to the museum. Do do you find people are sort of centering their activities, um, you know, as part of their everyday life, you know, going to museums and, and, and the arts? Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think people like to do it as a family now as well. So that's why we're also looking at more family orientated. We come in and, you know, an exhibition or or a film screening can be open for for the whole family. So it becomes like an outing. It becomes and also parents and now there's everyone so busy. So they're finding ways to connect with their children in different ways. Um, So I think, you know, this is where art art form in all different art forms is a great is a, is a great avenue. I couldn't agree more. And it's the thing is, you know, there's no language barrier. You go and see, you know, some art works, and it's just nice to start a conversation as well. Now, Rebecca, it sounds like there's so many projects going on. What other initiatives uh, is going to happen with the Hong Kong Art Centre as well? Yes, well, there is a lot going on. Um, so we are right now. Um, we're actually planning for a, a big art fair to actually promote um, our Hong Kong Art School alumni and students. So um, we do have an art school in Hong Kong and we really want to showcase local art and local talent and some of our artists are becoming very you know, hot and very collectible. So that's happening on October 22nd at the Hong Kong Arts Centre. And we're also doing, um, we don't only do projects in the Hong Kong Arts Centre, we do them outside. So we're doing a community rejuvenation project and we're doing it at, <clears throat> excuse me, at Dou Yutun in Kwai Tung. And so that is a project that addresses the mental well-being um, and mental health of the elderly. So we're doing art murals, we're helping wow. them to um, spruce up their local barbershop and the laundromat. <laughs> Uh, and the newspaper kiosk and then uh, and also doing workshops and engaging them and getting them involved. That sounds like a really cool initiative. So you go into the estate and you sort of redecorate and rejuvenate the different areas for them? We do, we do. So we make it aesthetically exciting for them so that just on that level, if they just want to see it when they pass by on the way to their MTR station, they can. Um, But And then we also have the workshops that we actually, you know, we draw them out, we get them involved, we take them outside. Don't you tune? I, I went there for the first time um, earlier this year. It's a, a great estate, actually. It's one of the older estates, and it's very spacious. So the demographic 
is usually populated yes. with elderly yes, people. Yes, it so. is elderly, and I think that's that's one of the things that we're addressing. So, no, it's great. We're working with a with a housing estate and New Life. Um, we're funded by Lehigh Sand Foundation. So, it's a great tri-party effort. Yeah, and it's great because I think loneliness is a big issue here, especially for the elderly. And you know how how nice would it be for them just to notice their neighborhood being a bit different and and just start that conversation, or even if they don't talk to somebody else about it, it just sort of rejuvenates it for themselves a little bit in, in that neighborhood. Absolutely, wow. absolutely. Oh, that's really helpful. <laughs> it is, it is. We have, you know, that's why there's another project, I mean, I won't say now, but we're working, we're trying to, you know, working on the hospital right now to address um, how we can build a program for their um, cancer patients, oh. you know, their sick patients. Um, and, you know, the, these projects are so, so meaningful. So meaningful. And I think for Hong Kong Arts Centre, I think, I don't, I'm not sure if everybody knows that, you know, it's really not just programs that are run in the Hong Kong Arts Centre building itself. There's so much outside that we do for the community, whether yeah. it's it's these mental health pr uh, programs or public art. In 2018, there was a public art along the harbour. A lot of public art, you know, came. So we partnered with um, different, you know, or, uh, different companies, including including art partners. But it was to bring. It's like a museum without walls to bring art sculptures out to the public. So we do both things inside and outside. Forgive me, yeah, Rebecca. I thought it was mainly inside, but it sounds like there's so much going on outside. So now, now, if you're listening, you know there's a lot happening outside <laughs> as well. Um, just going back very quickly to the awards, to the IFVA awards. What's been the sort of feedback from the participants? Um, what do they tell you after they join this? I think most, I mean, a lot of them just think it's quite an amazing experience. I think particularly if you've chosen as a winner, but even if you're not, um, because we do bring people together for the screenings, um, for the exhibitions when they do the digital component. I think I had, I've heard feedback where, you know, the people are just thrilled that it's on the big screen. Yes. It's in the Lewis Coo Cinema in the big screen and it's a, it's a proper Cinema it's a, it's screening, a real right? Yes. It's it's a real screening. It's not in your you know your friend's bedroom, yes. yeah, or a projector. Um, so that level, I think people are thrilled, and that's what we want to do for IFEA is really to encourage people to um, have that creativity to express themselves in different shapes and forms and but then also to you know and then to recognize oh if this is really your chosen calling if this is your true interest your passion wow you can take it the those steps you know along the way and I think the film industry um, what I've come to realize is it's not only the directing it's not only the actors there's so much behind the scenes I mean I'm sitting here on the radio with with you Noreen today and I can see you know so much technology so there's a lot of behind yes. the scenes right so you have sound editing you have film production you have cutting you have so there are a lot of people that can be involved in the film industry and so I think if you're passionate about something you may not even if directing is not your calling there may be a lot of other things that one can do behind the scenes yeah. Yeah. So remind our listeners once again, how can we find out more of this award and also um, about the Hong Kong Arts Centre? Have you got a website and social media? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So IFVA is very simple. It's ifva.com. And so that's where the information is and people can submit their entries online. We welcome entries from around Asia Pacific as well, I mean, internationally as well. So really from overseas as well. And then our Hong Kong Arts Centre is hkac.org.hk. Um, uh, and so we have all the information there. Excellent. All channels of communication is, is wide open. Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us today. And I look forward to inviting you back on next time to talk more. Thank you so much, Noreen. Thank you very much. And do head on to the Hong Kong Arts Centre. You can find out all the details about the awards and everything that's happening in-house and outside by visiting their website, which is hkac.org.hk. And now we're